Well, hello there, you brilliant bundle of star stuff. I'm so glad you're here. My name is Marissa Lavalette. I'm your host of Attune and Align podcast. So excited that we find ourselves now in season two. We've been podcasting about the stories of women who say yes to their dreams for more than a year now. I really appreciate you tuning in and sharing your energy with us and supporting the growth of our women's wellness community. I'm coming to you today to talk about the transition from summer into autumn, one of my favorite times of year, and you'll see why over the next couple minutes. And I wanna start off today with a riddle. So what do the following things have in common? Getting into bed early, putting ghee in your morning coffee, lighting a candle during your morning mindfulness practice, sitting longer during your meditations, and at the same time, while all those things are happening, your social calendar is blowing up like you were the queen of England. Your calendar is filling up. Your phone is just off the hook. Friends are coming out of the woodwork. Everyone wants to hang out with you. So what do all of those things have in common? Libra season must be just around the corner. So over the next couple minutes, I'm going to break down for you Libra season, what to expect from the third week of September to the third week of October. And I'll break that down for you through three lenses, through the lens of astrology, through the lens of the chakras, and through the lens of Ayurveda and holistic nutrition. Okay, Libra season overview. September 22nd-ish is when we'll officially transition from Virgo season, an earth sign, into Libra season, an air sign. So everything that I mentioned in my autumn, my autumnal riddle to you, getting into bed early, putting ghee in your coffee, lighting a candle, all things that are kind of more grounding and rooting practices, you might have noticed yourself hunkering down into those Um, Over the past couple weeks, it's a very Virgoan thing to do. Um, If you live in the Northern Hemisphere, like me, I'm broadcasting to you um, just north of San Francisco. What I've noticed the past couple weeks is the sun going down earlier, me making dinner earlier, getting into bed earlier. I've been going to bed around 8.30, 9 o'clock, like full, full on sleep, like not just getting into bed. Um, And then I've noticed that when I go to sit for my morning mindfulness practice, um, it's still dark outside. Uh, So whereas during the summer months, you know, it was already quite bright in my practice room. uh, I've been lighting a candle um, to to get that going while I'm while I'm journaling or else I can't see. So then also, if you've noticed your social calendar picking up, that's. Libra knocking on your door, 
right? Libra always shows up. Libra is like, oh, I see you in your jammies, comfy, you know, wrapped up in a blanket on your meditation cushion, burning incense, burning candles, counting your mala beads. Uh, it's time to socialize. So why is that? So Libra is an air sign. So air signs, right? It's all about conversation, socializing, communication, talking. If you happen to have your birth chart handy, your astrological natal chart, I invite you to look at your seventh house right now on your chart. Libra rules the seventh house of your chart. So seventh house, uh, communication, get together, um, friendships, partnerships, collaborations, things that involve other people. And that's why it can feel like a bit of a jarring transition coming out of Virgo season because Virgo season rules the sixth house of your chart. So if you look at your sixth house of your chart, that's your daily chores, household habits, wellness habits, self-care habits, um, physical habits, like your daily workout goes in there. So sort of that steady, that steadiness and that groundedness uh, you know, over the next couple of days is going to be kicked into high gear with your your conversations blowing up and and your social gatherings. So that's why, you know, if you feel that way, um, that is what's going on in the sky behind the scenes. Um, now, keep in mind, you know, not to be confused, if you're looking at the seventh house on your natal chart, let me clarify that um, it's not necessarily going to say Libra on it. You may have um, a different sign uh, that that rules your seventh house um, at the moment you were born. Um, so what you'll also do to prepare for Libra season is look at that pie chart and also look at the section of your chart um, that contains Libra. And the reason why I'm drawing your attention to that today is because dun, 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 you guessed it. Uh, the third and final Mercury retrograde of 2021 um, is about to take place in this part of your chart. So the part of your chart that says Libra on it, that's where the third and final Mercury retrograde will be happening. So um, take a look to see what planetary placements you have there. Um, if you're in a Tune and Align membership, make sure you drop into our September office hours on that's this coming Tuesday, September 21st at 6 p.m. PST. So that's where um, you'll be able to screen share your natal chart with me and we'll take a closer look at what's going on um, in your seventh house and also um, wherever you have Libra in your chart. So yes, it is possible that that might be one in the same for you, um, but if not, we'll take a closer look. Just a fun note on Mercury retrogrades. Um, keep in mind, you know, they happen three times a year. They happen in the same element. So right now it's taking place in Libra, the air sign, which means earlier in the year, Mercury also went retrograde in Gemini, also an air sign, which means previous to that, we had a Mercury retrograde in Aquarius, also an air sign. So um, the themes that that brings up for me, air, you know, the Mercury retrograde is asking for us to reflect on the ways we communicate, uh, the information that we share, 
Um, and unlike some astrologers out there, I, I really think that retrogrades, Mercury and other planetary retrogrades, I don't see them as bad things. Um, please do not rearrange your schedule because of them. Um, some astrologers will tell you, you know, don't buy a house, don't get a new job, don't make any changes to any contracts. And um, I think that's kind of like spiritual isolationism. Like if we if we look too um, if we look too closely at our wellness and spiritual practices under a microscope, that will really prevent us from engaging wholeheartedly um, in our lives as they are happening real time. So if you're not going to rearrange your schedule, uh, what I recommend is it's just a time for reflection and taking an extra moment to pause and, um, and to self-reflect and, and to take a look at those patterns that recur either in those air signs in your chart for this year's airy Mercury retrogrades, or um, or just in general, a time for reflection and to slow down and take a breath. So I'll stop there with the astrology for um, Libra season. So again, if you're in the membership, I'll answer questions um, on Tuesdays, office hours. Um, also, if you're in the membership, make sure you go into the online member portal with your password. And please review your 12 houses of the astrological system um, PDF handout. And obviously take a look there um, at the seventh house. Um, also, you might take a moment to review the overview of the, of the elements, um, that handout there. Um, and you might take a look at the PDF for the archetypes of the, of the 12 astrological signs. So you might read up there as well about um, Libra. Okay, but what about chakras? I mentioned chakras earlier. What should we be thinking about in terms of chakra work, chakra balancing as we're transitioning um, into autumn, into an air sign? So moving away from the stability of the earthiness of Virgo season. So one thing to keep in mind is, um, is Ayurveda, right? So we're moving into autumn and autumn is Vata season. Um, and in the Ayurvedic system, vata is characterized by um, air, an in increase of activity in your schedule. And if it's too much, like if your airiness in your life and if the socializing becomes too much and too much talking and overwhelming chatter, um, that can really aggravate um, anxiety or, or any um, mental health conditions that, um, that you may be dealing with currently. So what do we do in all these systems I talk about, whether it's yoga, astrology, chakras, there's no right or wrong. It's just a game of counterbalancing. So if there's a lot of air coming towards us, that makes me think of the upper half of the body, you know, the, the throat, uh, the, the head, the thinking mind, the ether just above the crown of the head that can feel very light. So what is the counterbalance to that? I would recommend you spend time in your practices um, over the next four weeks meditating on the lower chakras. Meditate on your root chakra, meditate on the color red, meditate on the soles of your feet, the legs, um, the pelvic floor. Um, feel down into your sitting bones while you're sitting on your cushion. Feel down into your outer ankles. Feel down into the legs to get a daily reminder of hey, where am I in this present moment? Where am I right now? 
um, as we transition into October, you might begin to move your attention up into the second chakra. So all about the pelvic bowl, um, the uterus, the reproductive organs, that's gonna have a little bit more to do with um, creativity, um, the kind of creative projects that you might undertake in October. Um, and just a little personal snippet from me. Um, you may have noticed I teach about the lower chakras every year um, in September and October. And that is very much um, just a reflection of my life experience. You may or may not know I was a, a school teacher. I taught middle school Spanish for eight years. Um, I taught sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. And how does that correspond to the chakras? I noticed when we came back to school in September, we would spend that first month laying the foundations, learning foundational practices, engaging in rituals that would keep the class grounded and steady. So that was during Virgo season. That's when everything had this earthy, grounded sensation to it. And then I noticed in my classroom when October would roll around, you know, air Libra season would come in, second chakra stuff. The class, because they were building upon their foundational skills from September, they were finally able to move forward, ride the winds forward into creative output. Um, so I'm, I'd love to ask you, what does that look like in your life? Um, what have you been reviewing or setting down roots on foundationally in your life, your career or spiritual practices over the past four weeks? And how might you anticipate that sort of whooshing forward in October with all of that, that Libra, autumn, Vata season air. And um, I'd love to hear from you. Um, please chime in on our Attune and Align Instagram. You can DM me on Marissa Lavalette Instagram. Um, I do really want to hear from you. So uh, you can tell uh, I love all forms of communication. So I love that direction of communication coming from you as well. I'll wrap up um, by speaking a little bit more specifically to um, Ayurveda and holistic nutrition and what's actually going on in my kitchen. So I alluded to the fact that I'm putting ghee in morning coffee for Shane, um, coconut oil in my morning tea for me. Um, one other thing that you might notice if you come to my house, um, my friends are always trying to put my, uh, my water pitcher in the fridge, my Brita pitcher. So in the summer, yeah, my Brita pitcher is in the fridge uh, because, you know, where I live, it's like 95, 100 degrees easily um, throughout the summer. Um, so to counterbalance that, uh, drinking cold water is a good idea for me based on where I live. Um, but now that we're transitioning into shorter days, cooler days, you'll notice that I'm leaving my Brita water pitcher out on the countertop to sit at room temperature where I plan to leave it till about um, April or May of next year. Um, and that has to do again with the counterbalance. You know, if it's colder in the room, if it's cooler outside, I don't also need to be adding cold liquid um, to um, to my, to my internal constitution. Um, I have already stopped with the, um, summer ice cream habit. Um, it has already cooled up off enough, um, that I'll be putting the ice cream away till about May or June. 
Um, I've stopped with the cold smoothies, so I won't really be touching my Vitamix again, as I mentioned, until April or May. Um, and you'll see, um, I'll be sharing a picture on my personal Instagram. Um, really, this weekend is my last opportunity to finish up the last of the summer peaches from my tree and the summer tomatoes from the farmer's market, um, because I tend to eat those in like cold formats, like um, salad and, and cold gazpacho. Um, so you'll notice over the next couple of weeks, I'll be transitioning my recipes into warm soups, uh, warmer stews, um, warm salads, cooked greens, rather than um, raw cold greens. Um, and again, I'll have to take this with a, a grain of salt because, um, this is my first time living in Marin County, so it is quite um, warm. So for me, maybe the summer is gonna go longer than I had anticipated, um, but just putting that out there for you, just I'd be curious to hear from you. Like, is this a, is this a weird conversation I'm having? Like, why is Marissa, you know, telling me not to eat ice cream and, and, and leave my Brita pitcher on the counter, right? Again, like, you know, you don't have to take it too literally. It's just, I'm trying to illustrate for you this idea that um, if it's hot outside, then you counterbalance with cool things. If it's getting cool outside, you don't need to add cold things um, into your body. Um, and this is where I start to nerd out. And this is where I want your DMs and your comments because I, I wanna hear your personal questions and no question is, is too weird like, how long to stand on my head, when not to stand on my head, what time of the year. I mean, like, I'm just, I'm just playing now, but um, I really love this stuff. Um, a recipe, some recipes to help you transition from summer into autumn. So autumn, and when we talk about Ayurveda, you know, we're always talking about root vegetables. Like if you want to counterbalance all that air and everything that's going up high in the ether, um, eat something that grows in the ground. So um, now is a great time to reach for your sweet potatoes, your beets. Um, when it gets a little bit cooler, I'm going to stop me. I'm going to start making my um, roasted sweet potato beet hash. You know, I cut up everything real small into cubes. I peel everything, um, salt, pepper, um, any fresh herbs that you have, don't overthink it. Uh, oh, which herb, which herb, which herb? I mean, like if you're doing like an Ayurvedic um, protocol, then yes, talk to your Ayurvedic practitioner about which herbs you should be using. Uh, um, but if you're not, just take any herb that's fresh, add it in there, put it in the oven, turn it once over halfway through. That becomes your base for your morning egg or your morning tortilla um, or your morning cooked green salad. Um, because it's still quite warm, um, at least where I live, I'll make this transition by, um, doing my, um, roasted beet hummus recipe. You'll find that on marissalavalette.com. So I think that's a really nice way to still eat a food that is cool, uh, room temperature, um, but also have something in there that's a little bit more constitutionally rooting and grounding. Um, Okay, I could go on forever because these are my favorite topics. I want to hear from you instead. Um, please chime in, uh, send me DMs on the social accounts. Please reply to the newsletter. Um, I, I love getting responses from you. There is no response too big or too small or too silly. That's what I'm here for. 
Again, if you're in the membership, make sure you're logging into the, the portal for the astrological handouts. Don't forget the online chakra, um, the signature chakra online course. So um, for this time of year, be downloading and reviewing your resources for the root chakra and the sacral chakra. Um, head to marissalavalette.com for the recipe for roasted beet hummus. And I'll take a breath here. And I'll take a sip of my tea with uh, coconut oil in it. And I'll close us out here um, by, by reminding, reminding us that the purpose of me getting on here today was to talk about balance, to cultivate balance, to maintain balance. You know, balance is a great theme from summer into autumn. Um, balance is this is the theme behind um, all the spiritual um, modalities that I teach. Um, so here's what I will close off saying. Yes, I just gave you a bunch of seasonal recommendations. If any of them hold you back from engaging in your life wholeheartedly, then skip them. Do not do them. Take what resonates with you and leave the rest. I'm sharing this with you um, from someone who has taken some of these practices very far. I, I take them very seriously, right? I, I'm a lifelong devotee of spirituality. And um, so obviously I've taken deep dives into these. On one extreme end, I will tell you that over the years, some of the practices have um, led me to feel isolated, have had um, negative effects on my romantic and friendship relationships, um, because I allowed my practices to really take over my life and my schedule to the detriment of engaging wholeheartedly in the real time opportunities that presented themselves to me. So what I will challenge you and me to do as spiritual and wellness practitioners is this, engage in the spiritual and wellness practices that equip you to engage more effectively, mindfully, proactively, and wholeheartedly in your life and in the world as you find it today. If your girlfriends are going wine tasting this weekend, have a glass of wine, eat a bag of chips, eat a donut. I think it's, I love teaching about everything I just shared with you um, because I'm on a journey of self-inquiry, which I imagine you are too, or else you wouldn't have logged in here. These are touch points. These are cornerstones. Do not let your spiritual and wellness practices take over the minutia of your daily schedule. I am here for you to talk about it more. Go shine your light. That's what I want to go see you do. I want to hear from you. I think you're amazing. Keep up the great work. And thank you for saying yes to attuning to the calling of your heart and aligning your life accordingly. I hope you're enjoying the stories of inspiring women on this podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed checking in with me today. Um, and I can't wait to connect with you again soon.